In the cage, MMA Radio 99.1, the sports animal, Vince Ferrara, Tim Moore will rejoin us in just a little bit. It's interview time here on the show, and we are so excited about our next guest who joins us from Las Vegas, preparing to fight in the UFC 259 pay-per-view co-main event. She is challenging Amanda Nunes for her UFC featherweight champion. She's a former Invicta FC featherweight champion, and you can see her on the main card starting at 10 p.m., on pay-per-view on ESPN Plus, prelims at 8 p.m. on ESPN and ESPN Plus, and then the early prelims of UFC 259 start at 6 p.m. on the UFC Fight Pass. How about Megan Anderson joining us right now on the show? Hey, Megan, pleasure to talk to you. Vince Ferrara here in Knoxville. How are you, Megan? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. So obviously this fight was supposed to happen in December. You haven't fought in, I guess, just over a year during this whole COVID and pandemic thing. Where's your nerve slash excitement slash just desire to get back in the octagon with all this time? I don't know. I'm feeling good. I don't really have a lot of nerves. Um, I don't really get nervous. I just kind of like to stay pretty chill, laid back, play video games. Uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll get a little bit nervous on fight day, obviously. Yeah, I'm just just ready. It's been a been a long time. It's been a long camp, so we're ready to get in there. I know you've put in a lot of work at Glory MMA and Fitness in Kansas City. How's your camp gone? Yeah, I've been asking for a fight since April of last year. So I was training. I was like preparing to get into camp since April. Uh, I fought in the end of February, so I, t- I took a little bit of time off. And by taking time off, like I still did classes i just didn't go live uh obviously when we were able to during the initial lockdown i was i was only doing one-on-one sessions with my coaches so but as soon as everything kind of opened up again and i was still training and waiting for a fight and then at the start of august is when they called us with the with the amanda fight so we were training and we were preparing to get into fight camp so it was you know, it wasn't too hard to, to switch over to uh, fight fight mode <laughs> So why was Glory MMA and Fitness the right camp for you? Uh, well, I've been here for five years. Mm-hmm. And at the time, when I when I first came here, I came to fight for Invicta, which is based out of Kansas City. And my mm-hmm. management at the time also managed James, my coach. So that was how I got connected to Glory. You know, I trained a little bit with them afterwards. And, you know, James has a very similar style to me, but it's very long. We have a you know, we're different in some ways, but we also have a lot of similarities. So he was a, you know, it was just a great fit for us and particularly for me as a fighter and coach. We're visiting with Megan Anderson, featherweight contender. She will challenge Amanda Nunes for her UFC featherweight championship at UFC 259. You can get that on pay-per-view and watch it on ESPN Plus prelims and early prelims as well on the app also. Where are some of the things that you feel like and you're confident in that that size being taller and bigger can be an advantage against Nunes? Sometimes it's an advantage and sometimes it's not. Why are you confident that that can really help you in this fight? Yeah, um, I have a very good ability to dictate range mm-hmm. um, and control range. And I think that's going to be a huge factor in this fight. I also have a lot of power. And, you know, not only do I have a lot of power in my hands, like I, I also have, you know, my kicks and my knees and my elbows, which, you know, pose a, you know, a big threat as well. I think that range, a lot of people don't really understand it. They prepare for it, but until they get in there, they don't really understand until they until they feel it and and 
you know, that's when we get a lot of people trying to force takedowns and stuff like that, which isn't necessarily a good night, you know, particularly when I've got those knees, I've got those elbows for the close range. So I think the range definitely poses a big threat. Do you see holes in Amanda Nunes' game that no one has been able to take advantage of in past fights at all? I think Jermaine Duranamy did a very good job of taking advantage of the clinch position, particularly the tie clinch position. Duranamy did a phenomenal job of controlling Amanda with a certain type of tie clinch, and she was able to, to have some success there. You know, obviously Amanda's not going to let that happen, but you know, I'm also a different fighter to Jermaine. So there is that. I think also, you know, Amanda is, she's phenomenal at being a hammer, but she's not very good at being a nail just because she's never really put in those positions. So that's what we're, we're looking to do is to put her in those positions and, and you know, see how she deals with adversity. Visiting with former Invicta FC featherweight champion and now challenger for Amanda Nunes' UFC featherweight championship, Megan Anderson joining us. You can see that fight, the co-main event, and all of the great fights of the UFC pay-per-view on ESPN+. Megan, you had mentioned on the countdown show that aired that at one point you had bag of clothes and $1,000 to your name. Take us through that period when it was and how you were able to bust through that and bounce back. Yeah, um, that was when I first moved to the States. I didn't know where I was going to live, didn't know how I was going to afford food. Um, I remember going to Walmart for the first time and having a slight panic attack because I didn't realize tax was excluded off of the price. So like in Australia, like if it's $19.99, like at the final, at the, you know, when you're paying for it, it's $19.99. Whereas here it's like, if it says $19.99, you have to add tax onto that, which I didn't know. I remember thinking, oh my God, I don't have this, like what? <laughs> what? So, you know, honestly, just, I don't know. I've just, refused to give up no matter what challenge was thrown at me, no matter what adversity, no matter what period of self-doubt of whatever, I just giving up was never an option. When you first got into the sport, who were some of the fighters that you most looked up to and really respected in the sport? Yeah. Um, Rob Whitaker, obviously one of them. Uh, Alex Volkanovsky. I remember I fought on a local card with Alex right before he got signed to the UFC. I've been following his career for a long time. Um, Dan Hooker, Brad Riddell, like all those guys um, that have been around the Australian scene for so long. Um, and I've been watching them for a long, long time. So it's uh, it's kind of been really cool to, to watch their careers and now you know follow in their, their footsteps in flying the the Australian flag. Who do you think wins the main event, Adesanya or Blahovich? I got easy. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned the hooker, and that reminded me of him. Obviously, with your size advantage, what do you normally walk around at? Then what do you have to cut in this final fight week? And then what will you rehydrate at, do you think? Rehydration-wise, it's hard to tell because it, it's different every fight. I walk around... 165 sometimes a little more sometimes a little less just depending on how much i eat this fight week is actually the lightest i've ever come into fight week but i also haven't made 145 pounds even since january of 2017 so we didn't want to make it too difficult because it is a hard cut for me 
And it's been a hard cut for me to make 146 pounds. So we wanted to make it as easy as possible, not having that pound limit. So I've also had some horrible weight cuts. <laughs> so I don't want to don't want to do those again. Oh my God. I don't think people realize like, you know, that documentary that Chris brought out about her making 140 pounds, that's mm. me making 145, like wow. if, but for the reference. Yeah, it's, it's not easy, but we, it works somehow. So that, that's one thing that we, we adjusted to is, is not having the pound allowance, like coming in a little lighter. I don't feel any depleted, anything. I feel amazing despite being so low and I think rehydration-wise, it really just depends. Um, each fight is different. Last thing, Megan, really appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this. But so when they announce and new UFC featherweight champion, and obviously that'll send shockwaves, why will that happen? How do you get there? Yeah, I can visualize the fight a lot. I can see the fight playing out in, in a lot of different ways. Both of us are going to bring out the best in each other and it's going to make for an exciting fight, but it's time for a new era and a new queen, if you will, of the featherweight division. Awesome. You can see the UFC 259 pay-per-view main card starts at 10 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Plus, and then early prelims and prelims as well. Megan, thank you so much. All the best to you on Saturday and we'll be watching. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. That is Megan Anderson. Awesome treat to bring to you here each week as we talk to another UFC fighter preparing you for this weekend's card in the UFC. We will do that in even more detail as we'll preview the entire UFC 259 fight card. That's next on In the Cage MMA Radio 99.1. The Sports Animal.